Hello and welcome to another edition of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. We have a great episode and a special one. We will begin by going through the MNB Realty Weekly Football Scoreboard. Then we will go through the RPAC Rundown featured matchup, the D21 Volleyball District Final between Cambridge and Hay Springs on Saturday. This week on the episode, it is our state volleyball special as we have three RPAC teams that made the state tournament in Lincoln. The volleyball state tournament begins on Wednesday, but for the three teams in the conference, Cambridge Southwest and Wallace, they will begin their journey at state on Thursday. We will get more into that in a little bit. We also will hear from the three head coaches that have qualified for state. Lauren Carpenter of Cambridge, Kim Barnett of Southwest, and Crystal Souser of Wallace. Finally in the show, we will have the Athletes of the Week, brought to you by First Central Bank. As always, visit rpacrundown.com for anything RPAC related, like our weekly blogs. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back and go through the RPAC Rundown Weekly Football Scoreboard, brought to you by MNB Realty. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated, here to serve Arapahoe and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. Gym memberships are available, $15 for individuals, $20 for families. We are into the playoffs for football, and the number of teams that are still playing in 2023 gets smaller and smaller. Let's take a look at the scores brought to you by MNB Realty. The RPAC Rundown Weekly Football Scoreboard is brought to you by MNB Realty. MNB Realty is a full-service real estate agency that specializes in residential, commercial, agriculture, farms, and ranches. In Class D1, number 8-seeded Arapahoe beat number 9-seeded Ravenna in a tight one, 12-6. In Class D2, Number three seeded Dundee County Stratton beat number 14 seed Twin Loop 48 to 14. In Class D6, number nine seeded Stewart beat number eight seeded Southwest 50 to 33. And number one seeded SEM beat number 16 seeded Paxton 52 to zero. We'd like to thank our great sponsor for the weekly football scoreboard, MNB Realty. The RPAC Rundown Weekly Football Scoreboard is brought to you by MNB Realty. MNB Realty is a full-service real estate agency that specializes in residential, commercial, agriculture, farms, and ranches. Of course, you can check out our football blog on rpacrundown.com and get more details for those teams that played this last week and also those teams that are still alive who they play this week. We'll take a short break, and when we come back, we'll visit about the RPAC Rundown featured matchup from Saturday as it was a volleyball match between Cambridge and Hay Springs in the D21 District Final. Coffee, cappuccinos, and breakfast pizza. Just a few great things you can get at C Plus and Bertrand on your way to work in the mornings. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. For the number one seed in Class D2, the Cambridge Trojans took care of business efficiently on Saturday afternoon as they beat number 16 seeded Hay Springs in Grant. The Trojans won in three sets, 25-4, 25-14, and 25-14 in the D2-1 district final, making it to state once again this year. 
In the first set, Cambridge was dialed in from the service line. They led 9-0 at one point. In the first set, after Aaron Johnson wheeled off five aces to set the tone for the Trojans. They maintained strong defense in that opening set to cruise to victory. In the second set, it was similar. Hay Springs, though, did take an initial lead at 1-0, but Cambridge went on a 7-1 run before a timeout was taken by Hay Springs. The Hawks climbed back a little, getting it to 9-7. From there, though, Cambridge took over and won the set comfortably. In the third and final set of the match, Cambridge started quickly once again, up 14-7 before Hay Springs took a timeout. Cambridge just stayed the course and secured that win, too. For Cambridge, they had 18 aces. Aaron Johnson had 7 aces and 11 kills. Jalen Kent added 16 kills. Brylin Springer had 4 aces and 9 kills. We'd like to thank these sponsors of this RPAC Rundown featured matchup. Farmers National Company, Lori Harding, Real Estate Sales, JBK Operating, First Central Bank, Webb's Oilfield Service, Flyaway, Waypoint Bank, Scouts Recreation, and Amateurs Bar and Grill. We'll take a break and then hear from Lauren Carpenter, head coach of the Trojan Volleyball Team. Here at Corbelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Corbelli Physical Therapy. Cross Diamond Cattle Company, located in Bertrand, is dedicated to raising top-quality Red Angus genetics and providing great customer service. Cross Diamond Cattle Company would like to wish area athletes the best of luck. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is Lauren Carpenter, head coach of the Cambridge Volleyball Team. The Trojans begin the NSAA Volleyball State Tournament on Thursday at 9 a.m. at Pinnacle Bank Arena as they are the number one seed in D2 and they'll play the number eight seed, Shelton. Well, let's begin with the match time, Lauren. 9 a.m., how difficult is that of a start time? And as a coach, how do you prepare for your team for a start time like that? Um, this season, thankfully we had a couple of tournaments that started earlier in the morning. So, um, you know, at least we can think back to those times where we did have to wake up, be prepared and ready to go right off the get go. Um, we've also been as much as we can, we've been practicing in the morning, um, just to prepare our bodies and our mindsets for the, for that morning, morning match. Um, so we're going, going down the night before on Wednesday. Um, so hopefully the girls can get comfortable in their hotel beds, um, the night before and get a good night's sleep. So we'll be ready to rock and roll by 9 a.m. That, that next morning. And, and let's talk a little bit about preparation for this week, too. What's practice kind of like and how much uh, film do you have the girls watch when you're going to state? Yeah, so I've been reaching out to other coaches um, since last night and today, trying to get some film on Shelton already. Um, uh, I've already dissected what I can for the most part for myself and for what I think to help us prepare for practice, um, we'll really be working on um, being solid, solid and strong up at the net with our block. Um, I think that if we can have a consistent block up at the net, that should be a huge benefit factor for us going into the game against Shelton. Um, we will have a little bit of a session um, watching film with the girls and talking things through as well. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't decided if we'll do that tomorrow for a short period of time or on Tuesday. But yes, the girls will definitely be watching film as well. Now, you mentioned a little bit of the things that you think you can do to have success. But when you watch Shelton, what do they do well? Of course, it's going to be a good team down at state, but but what do they do well? 
They have two really strong attackers up at the net in their rotations. They have a really good outside hitter and also a middle hitter that we're definitely going to have to be um, on hands on deck all at all times against them. Um, they also have a pretty scrappy defense. So just trying to find spots in um, open places to put, to put the, put the ball down um, as far as hitting or attacking and, and tipping. So um, for sure, the two hitters are, are one of their um, positives for their team. And hopefully we're looking to be solid up at the net and shut them down as much as we can. Now for this group of seniors, Brylin Springer, Leah Downer, she's out with injury, but of course a huge part of your team, Jalen Kent and Bailey Allmeyer. This is the third time they've made it to state. Have they talked much about getting that elusive title in their high school career? Oh, absolutely. They are so pumped up. Um, you know, obviously things didn't go, went south for us last year at state, unfortunately. Um, but the girls just keep talking about writing a different story and ending it in a new way this year. Um, they're really excited and I'm hoping the nerve, I mean, everybody's going to have nerves down there, um, playing in the Pinnacle Bank Arena, but I'm hoping that we won't let the nerves get the best of us and they can play relaxed and loose. And then that way our freshmen that are playing on the court will follow that and same with our sophomores and, and junior girls. So hopefully with the experience of being down there three years in a row, they will be able to play, play with a little bit of, um, play a little bit more lax and not so up, uh, uptight and nervous. Your team's like so many. You have had adversity throughout the season, falling in a couple of close matches, injuries. How do you feel that prepares you in a state tournament? So the girls have had to overcome some challenges this year, like you said. Um, you know, first off, Leah Downer falling with a with a sprained ankle this season has really, really taken a toll on us, um, unfortunately. And so we've had to figure out a way to work around that and find find some new girls to fill in fill into those spots. So that's one challenge they've had to overcome. And then we um Emery Tomlin stepped into her position this year for her after her injury. And a few weeks after that, Emery came down with an injury as well. So the girls have really had to learn to be flexible and um, just really figure out how to work with different personnel on the team at all times. So I think that's one way that the girls will, you know, hopefully have some um, confidence in, in just knowing that whoever's going to be out on the court for us down at state that we can play comfortably together and we will rise to the challenge. Many thanks to Lauren Carpenter, head coach of the Cambridge volleyball team for joining us on the RPAC rundown podcast. We'll take a break and then hear from Crystal Souser, head coach of the Wallace volleyball team. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats, along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. JBK Operating LLC is available for all of your oil field hot oiling, steaming, and well pumping needs. Contact J Webb at 308 340 0741 and see how JBK Operating LLC in Cambridge can help you. Good luck to the area athletes from JBK Operating LLC. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is Crystal Souser, head coach of the Wallace volleyball team. The Wildcats are the number two. Four seed in D2, and they will play on Thursday at 11 a.m. at Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln against Why Not, the number five seed. Well, Crystal, let's go back a little bit. You fall in sub-district play to Medicine Valley. At that point, you know you're going to get into a district final just based on PowerPoints. What were those practices and also discussions like with your team after that loss? 
Um, it was a learning experience for him for sure. Um, it was one of those things that we did not come in focused and, and it really, um, showed on the court. That was probably one of the worst games we had played all season, but I mean, give credit to, to Med Valley. They came out hot, but one of those things we just did not come in focused. And so those four days we got back in the gym and we went back to basics. We, we passed and we passed and then we serve, serve received and it just really went back to those basics and refocused on what we knew we could do well and what's helped us get through where we have already with our defense. And then your ability to bounce back, you get a big win over fall city, sacred heart. How awesome was that for your team to weather the storm and, and get a win? Yeah, that was good for them. Um, we really talked about just being focused and knowing what the goal was in mind when we walked in on there and just knowing that if we played defense well, that we could take care of business and do what we need to do. And and we talked about after the game how proud I was of them walking into Aurora's gym, being focused and ready to go and knowing what their goal was in mind and, and ultimately taking care of business. Now, you're just a couple of days knowing who your opponent's going to be. You're facing off against why not. What do you expect to see from them? Um, they have a couple big hitters that, that will cause us some problems if we, if we, if our block's not there and, um, their setter is pretty talented. She looks on, on tape, she can dump quite a bit. So, um, she, being able to shut down their two hitters and being ready on defense for those setter dumps are going to be key for us. And for Wallace, you know, we were just talking a little bit off the air here. This is the first time since 2013 that the Wildcats have made the tournament. What does that mean for the community? It's just good. I mean, like the we have a good support crowd that comes from the community itself, and and a couple of kids have some big families that have some good support with them, and, and brings a crowd. So um, it's always exciting for small towns to get to get down to Lincoln, and and it just makes everybody excited, and everybody's just proud of these girls. Many thanks to Crystal Souser, head coach of the Wallace Volleyball Team, for joining us on the RPAC Rundown Podcast. We'll take a break and then hear from Kim Barnett, head coach of the Southwest Volleyball Team. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving Southwest Nebraska and Northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. At Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation. We believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things that you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out the website, scoutsrecreation.com, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Kim Barnett now joins us on the RPAC Rundown podcast as her Southwest Rough Rider volleyball team has qualified for the NSAA State Volleyball Tournament. The Rough Riders are the number two seed, and they will play number seven seeded Elgin Public Pope John at 1 p.m. on Thursday at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Well, Kim, let's begin with that district final versus Plainview. I was able to catch a little bit of it on the live stream. Heck of a match. Went five sets. What was the difference, though, in that fifth set to get your team over the top and get to state? Well, uh, I think uh, there were a few plays that got our players a little more fired up uh, in that fifth set, and uh, we were determined that we weren't going to lose the set. Um, we kind of dug ourselves in a hole to begin with, which we had done the previous two sets, um, and so, uh, but we were able to 
turn it around and um, come back and get the win. Now, it's kind of a different week. We were just talking, you know, you head down on Wednesday, you only get a couple of days, you know, of regular practice. But what do preparations look like for your team this week? Well, I mean, kind of the same uh, as, we, as we always do, um, you know, watching film and then, of course, uh, practicing on a few things that we, you know, think that we could utilize to our advantage. Um, and then, of course, uh, the day of travel, we'll have a morning practice and then we'll have to travel down and uh, get ourselves settled in and ready to go for the game. And for the Rough Riders, back-to-back seasons making it to state, but a rich history of making it to Lincoln and winning between Southwest and Rep Valley. Do you talk much about that with the team when it comes to the history of volleyball at Southwest? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. We probably talked about it more last year because it had been a while since we had been down there. Um, so most of the girls that you know are playing now were here last year. Um, so maybe not. We haven't talked maybe quite as much. Um, about that this year, but, um, you know, cause they all kind of already know it, but, um, more on the goals that we've kind of set for ourselves throughout the season and those types of things. Now for your opponent, Elgin public Pope John, what do you expect to see from them? Um, their middles are, um, pretty good. They have, a, uh, the one middle that hits really, really well. Um, she's probably their best hitter. Um, she uh, is fairly tall, uh, so we're going to have to definitely uh, make sure that we have a block up in front of her. Um, and then their other middle is very quick, um, probably not as maybe as consistent or as good of a hitter, but um, she's quick to get to blocks. So defensively, she helps them. And then they have a outside that's uh, left-handed and so we're going to have to make an adjustment there, um, getting used to blocking um, for her hitting left-handed. Now, as we mentioned, back-to-back years. This season, though, what's a little bit different about this tournament run and what has you excited? Um, well, we're hoping to continue uh, with our um, new school record and getting uh, for wins. So hopefully, you know, can continue to add to that. And kind of our goal now is, you know, last year we made it to state. Unfortunately, we lost in five sets the first round. So our our goal is to, to be down there all three days. Big thanks to Kim Barnett, head coach of the Southwest Volleyball Team, for joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast. As mentioned, the state volleyball tournament begins on Wednesday before these three RPAC teams that qualified. They will begin on Thursday with Cambridge playing at 9 a.m., Wallace at 11 a.m. and Southwest at 1 p.m. All at Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln. We'll take a break. We'll wrap up the show and then announce the RPAC Rundown Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. Not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do. People who take the time to give us honest, valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best. People willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say First Central Bank is here to stay. First Central Bank, member FDIC. 
Welcome back. It's time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. Let's plan for tomorrow together. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Our female athlete of the week goes to Erin Johnson of Cambridge. Erin was dominant on the volleyball court, recording 20 kills, 23 digs, and 5 blocks, along with 3 aces in their win against Overton in sub-districts. And then in district finals, she had another nice match. 7 aces and 11 kills versus Hay Springs. Our male athlete of the week has become a regular of sorts. Ethan Latta of Dundee County Stratton had a big game in their 48-14 win over Twin Loop in the playoffs. He had 211 yards rushing, 69 yards receiving, and six total touchdowns for the Tigers. Once again, our athletes of the week are brought to you by First Central Bank, member FDIC. We will be at State Volleyball on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, as long as those RPAC teams are competing. So stay up to date on our website at rpacrundown.com and across our social media platforms for the updates at State Volleyball. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Evan Jones.